Welcome to the Go Find Out Podcast. I'm Jennifer Jelliff Russell, author, speaker, and entrepreneur, bringing you actionable ideas and interviews with awesome women to help you pursue your dreams and achieve your goals. You can find more episodes of the Go Find Out Podcast by visiting gofindoutpodcast.com. Enjoy the show and go find out. Welcome back to the Go Find Out Podcast. I'm your host, Jennifer Jelliff Russell, and this is episode number 38. On today's show, I'll be interviewing podcast host and creative brand and tech coach, Megan Kuhar. It was a really fun interview, and I hope you enjoy it as much as I did. All right, on to a short personal update. So in my personal update, I am so close to being done with this work from home book. I just got a first draft of the cover back from my cover designer, and I've already sent it back for some minor revision requests. But I'm pretty excited to release this book, and hopefully we'll have it ready to launch by next week. It's a mix of helping people decide if they should work from home, provides information on how to find legitimate remote positions, and also helps people to most effectively apply for those jobs. It's a short read since many folks reading nonfiction seem to want shorter books that get right to the point and provide the information and assistance that readers are looking for kind of right up front. I also started the audio version of this book, which will be the first audiobook that I've actually ever done. If you've been listening to this podcast for a bit, you'll have heard me talk about trying to do the audio version of my other career-related book, Cut the Bullshit, Land the Job. I did start it, but I just couldn't find the right sort of voice for it, so to speak. I definitely had a lot of self-doubts about whether I would be any good at actually doing the audiobook myself, and if people would actually want to hear it or not, right? And actually, in this interview with Megan, she talks about self-doubt and how it manifested for her as a sort of panicked, try-to-do-everything mentality. So I'll talk more about self-doubt after the interview, since that's something that I think a lot of us seem to struggle with. So let's get into the interview with Megan. On today's show, I'll be interviewing creative brand and tech coach Megan Kuhar. She hosts the Creative Brand Sessions podcast and provides services and downloadable products that help creative entrepreneurs step into their true potential and make an impact with their brand and business online. Welcome to the show, Megan. Hello. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, I'm super stoked to have you on. It's so funny to hear your voice in person when I've been listening to your podcast for a while now. So this is really cool. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. And so now you you didn't start out as a creative brand and tech coach, right? You actually started out in a different way. So can you tell us a little bit about your journey to get to this career? Yeah, sure. Um, so I have been an entrepreneur in some sense since 2010. Um, although I feel like I've always kind of had that mindset when I was mm. uh, a lot younger. I was like writing songs and trying to, you know, be a rock star and like, you know, all that kind of thing, <laughs> recording my own demos, like things like that. I just really have always had kind of like a self-starter attitude. Like I want to do this thing, so I'm just going to figure out how to do it. Right. So I've always kind of done that. But in 2010, um, when I was in my audio engineering program, after I did a additional degree, after I graduated from college and then I went sort of out of order. So I did undergrad and then I did an associate's and then I did a master's. So anyways, when I was in my audio engineering program, I got an assignment to basically build a recording studio business, like fictional business. And I decided to actually try and do it. So I built an on-location recording business where I primarily recorded classical musicians because that was my background. Oh, okay. um, so it was kind of like an I come to you, I come to your space, I record you, 
very simple, you know, kind of like setup type thing. So I started with that. So yeah, that was in 2010. So things have really evolved since then, but (laughs) that's what I started with. That's really, really cool. When did you actually begin to shift to what you're doing now? And when you did begin your shift, did you encounter like any naysayers or people who told you you maybe couldn't do it? Well, so in 2014, um, when I met my husband, he um, is a videographer or he was a film teacher at the time. And um, so we kind of started working together and incorporating video as well. Oh, nice. Um, And as I was doing that, I learned a ton about making videos. And so I was like, well, I should start teaching people because I also um, was going to grad school and I learned I was taking courses in social media and communications. Mm. And so I was like, I should start like helping musicians, you know, have a better online presence. So I was making content relating to that. So that's kind of how I started shifting to coaching on creating content for um, like improving your online presence. That's basically kind of how you sum up what I do. I help people build their brands and I help them use technology to align online and like really kind of make things cohesive and, you know, create all these different like work in all these different platforms, basically. So that's kind of how things started shifting. I would say like I didn't encounter any naysayers except for myself. (laughs) Right. Yeah. And that's a big um, one. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So, I mean, like I have really struggled uh, over the years with just learning how to work with doubt because doubt Mm. is just always going to be a part of being an entrepreneur. In fact, I just finished right before we started recording, I finished writing my script for my podcast episode this week. And it's all about doubt and kind of like working with it. And that's been the only naysayer really. And, and it's just been me learning how to handle when I don't believe in myself, you know? So there's been a lot of work, um, self-work on that. And it's really improved my attitude. It's really improved my actual success financially. Um, like it makes a huge difference. So I would say like a lot of my clients also deal with with that. And that's one of the biggest things that we try to work on. Yeah. And so that kind of leads me to my next question. And, and it might be the same answer. What would you say has been your biggest challenge in in either starting or continuing to operate your business? The doubt that I had kind of translated to panicking and like running around trying to make 10 million things because yes. I just didn't, it was like, you know, what's the million dollar idea? Like right, how can, right. you know, that's kind of what I started off trying to do. And, you know, I don't do that anymore because A, it takes up way too much energy and time and creates a lot of stress mm-hmm. and B, it just doesn't work. Like <laughs> people realize that you're just like chasing ideas and mm-hmm. it just doesn't work. So I would say the biggest challenge has been figuring out how to simplify Mm. and how to make my business not about me, but more about my clients. Mm. And so what really kind of changed everything was getting rid of all of the things. Like I used to have a course. I used, you know, I used to have like all these products, eBooks, things like that. I just like got rid of all that stuff and stopped talking about it and just immediately transferred over to one-on-one coaching and my group program. And that is all I do. You know, sometimes I'll do like tomorrow I have a a live presentation for another coach's group. And so that's another like little income stream. But like I really pretty much only do one-on-one coaching and group program. I have one client where I coach her on technology and edit her podcast. But other than that, like things are very simple and it's just really changed my life because now I just have like one basic funnel. And so 
I take, you know, we'll probably talk about this a little bit later as well, but like I have like my opt-ins. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I just added one new freebie opt-in that I, um, cause I've had the same one for a couple years. So I just added that and things always lead to the same end. So mm-hmm. it's just so easy. <laughs> and that's been like the biggest challenge for me is like, stop trying to make 10 million things happen and mm. just focus, you know? Yeah. So that's been, that's been one of the things that I really, really, that was what 2020 was all about. And it really helped. I know I myself definitely struggle with that. Cause I'm like, well, I get, you know, shiny object kind of thing, right? Well, I could do this. I could do this. I could offer this. Yeah. And, yeah, and it right. It spirals out of, out of control. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like you have any specific habits that have helped you to be successful in, you know, running your business? Um, yeah, I feel like, um, my like ridiculous determination <laughs> is <laughs> is one habit. Mm-hmm. Um, like I I don't I just don't give up. Like I have never been the type of person that's like you know what this ain't working I'm done. Mm-hmm. Like it's maybe a little bit unhealthy, but it's really actually been what's helped me to continue because like I said like earlier I've always just kind of tried to figure things out. Mm-hmm. So instead of throwing in the towel or throwing a pity party for myself, I really just try to figure out how to make things work. So that's been one thing. You know, practically I have a, a few like technology habits that I think really help that I like to recommend to people. I use templates a lot. So mm-hmm. when I edit podcasts including mine and my my one client that I have a podcast that I edit for we have templates. So I don't, I never start, I hardly ever start anything from scratch. So that really helps me because just staring at a blank document or Mm -hmm. staring at a blank Pro Tools screen or whatever, like, or a blank Canva screen, it's just like, you know, it takes me a little bit more to focus. So it's just really helpful to have templates going. So that's one thing. Mm -hmm. And then I would say like planning social media content is another habit that I have that has really helped make it so that I'm not constantly like freaking out about social media. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's something I help with my clients with as well. So a new habit I started picking up is journaling, which has been really good for like mindset work. So that's something that I'm like really kind of diving into. I started last month. So I'm hoping that that keeps going. So now, you know, obviously finding the right career path or, you know, starting a successful business isn't, it's not a straight line as, as you have found. Um, what, what advice would you have for women who are currently in a role, traditional or self-employed, that they, they aren't really sure is the right fit for them? So I'm currently also working as a professor at a university and I do a lot of the same stuff I do in my business. Mm. So I totally understand like juggling things and, you know, trying to work a job while also run a business. I'm also a mom. So sometimes it's like, you know, you have all these different things that you're juggling, but I would say like, that doesn't mean you can't do it. You know, like I think what's really important, my, my biggest piece of advice is just believe that you can do it and try and back up that belief with action. Mm -hmm. So tell yourself that this is going to happen and that you're going to, to find like the right either career path or you're going to build a successful business and then backtrack and think about how you might be able to do that with action steps. Hmm. You know, so I think that's kind of the biggest, the biggest thing is like, just start trying. Like people are very afraid of trying. Mm-hmm. I think that's, and and failing. I mean, it's just part of it, you know, like yeah. I, I really, I had a whole spiel on an episode once about how I disagree with Yoda with his like, try, <laughs> that one try not, yeah, uh-huh. try not, do or do not. I, I don't agree with that. Like mm-hmm. trying is part of it. Right. It's just like, you have to try. That's just so much pressure to tell yourself like, oh, it's only going to happen or not happen. Well, no, like sometimes you have to go through the 
trying phase. Yes. Yes. I, I think that's the biggest thing that I would say. Yeah. No, I would totally agree with that advice. And that's that's really what the show is all about is go find out, right? Go try it. Try that yeah. thing. And if it works, awesome. And if it doesn't, okay, you don't have to keep doing it or you can pivot to something else. Absolutely. But if you don't try it, you'll never know if it right. was your thing, right? Yeah. I love your podcast title. It's such a good one. Oh, thanks. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> And so now as a creative entrepreneur myself, I'm super interested in learning, you know, how I can do better. So, you know, while I have you on the show, it's always fun to get free advice. Um, So <laughs> I, I would love to hear, you know, more about what you do. And I know you talk a lot about this kind of stuff, like providing this advice on your podcast as well. So if listeners are interested in finding out more advice, they should definitely check out your podcast. But today, what, what have you found is one of the top reasons that creative entrepreneurs aren't getting traction in their business. You know, it's really funny. I think one of the top reasons is because they aren't asking for uh, people to buy. <laughs> like oh, <yeah>. <laughs> they're very afraid to sell uh, mm -hmm. a lot of times. And so it'll be like, oh, I have all this great advice. I have all these things to tell you. And then it's like, why aren't people booking calls or why aren't people booking? Well, because you're not asking them. Right. <laughs> so that is a huge thing. Uh, ask people, like put calls to action in your posts, like get them to sign up, get them to do things, like include that as part of what you talk about. Mm -hmm. So that's a big thing. Another thing would be, you know, people like I, I think I said this before about how making your business about you is kind of a big mistake. So when you post on social media or you know you make a podcast or whatever you're creating content if it's all about you and you don't figure out a way to translate that to the person that's listening or reading mm -hmm. they're not going to relate to it as much as they could you know like you have to kind of bridge that gap between like hey this is something i experienced and if you've experienced it here's what i found to be helpful like mm. you know communicate to them people right. do this on their websites as well it's like their whole website is like me, 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 me. And it's like, well, what about me? <laughs> like, I'm the one reading this, you right. know? So yeah. So I think that's a big thing. So definitely get your audience involved and get them, you know, to participate and feel like you hear them. Mm, I think that's fantastic advice. And what is one thing that you wish that you could convey to, you know, all creative entrepreneurs about branding specifically? Um, You know, when I first started teaching, you know, people really felt against branding themselves. Mm -hmm. um, so I, I teach musicians, so they're all creative and they all were like, oh, branding, like that makes me feel like I'm like selling myself or whatever. Right. So that was a big struggle um, because really branding, I use the phrase align online. Branding is all about aligning yourself, your mm -hmm. purpose, your mission, your message with what you put out there online. Um, so it's not at all about bending yourself to get to a certain you know, positions that people like you. Mm -hmm. It's about figuring out who you are. Like figuring out your brand is figuring out who you are. That's just it. So if you feel like weird about branding, it's probably because you think that you're supposed to fit into a certain mold, but that's not true at all. Like mm. everybody has their own viewpoint, their own perspective, their own purpose. And that means everybody has their own version of what their brand should be. So I just wish that most creative entrepreneurs didn't feel like gross yeah. about branding themselves. I can see that. No, I totally get yeah. that. I think there's that that issue too of feeling like you're trying to sell to everyone rather than sort of niching down and, and yeah. creating your brand around that. 
And now I, I mentioned in your intro, and actually we've talked a little bit about that you host the Creative Brand Sessions podcast. And it's something that I've been, like I mentioned earlier, that I've been listening to. And I really, I truly do get a lot out of it. Like I've been going back and sort of listening to the older uh, episodes as well. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, but can you can you give listeners an idea about what they might expect by tuning in? Yeah, sure. So I recently pivoted, like I had, I'm just in season four right now. And in season three, I kind of pivoted things. So I started off really, the older episodes have a lot of interviews. Um, and so there's a lot of guests on them mm -hmm. and, you know, people sharing their entrepreneurial stories and things like that. And since then, I've really sort of pivoted to kind of more shorter episodes. So they're like 15 minutes or so. Mm -hmm. And it's usually solo me telling a story and giving tips, like three pieces of advice or three things that you might be doing and just helping people to kind of like relate their, their mindset to their business, I guess. Mm -hmm. Like it's really just a blend of practical advice for branding and technology and also like a lot of mindset help. Mm -hmm. Is that what you would say it is? Like, I feel like it's hard for me to describe my own podcast. <laughs> I know. I totally get it. No, I would definitely agree. I think there's a lot of mindset pieces to it now. Um, and yeah. I've gone back and listened to some of the interviews, which I also think are helpful. Um, so it's been really cool to kind of listen to both. It's almost like you just yeah. started, you know, like you said, a new season where it's just a different aspect that you're tackling this season. Yeah. Yeah. And I did that because of, of a couple reasons. I felt like, first of all, it, I was doing all my interviews like at night because I have a kid and it was just hard to, you know, do that during the day, mm -hmm. but it was just like so tiring to be working that mm. late. So I just couldn't do it anymore. Yeah. <laughs> and then the other thing is I felt like I wasn't really sharing my voice as much as I wanted yes. to. And that's one thing that I have loved about pivoting is like, I really just want to share my story and help people through things that I've learned. Mm -hmm. So that's really what it's pivoted to. And I really enjoy it a lot more. So yeah. I love interviewing people as well. And I do occasionally I have one coming up, but, but yeah, so it's just really been a lot of fun. Like last week I talked about knitting and how knitting taught me a lot about mindset and business. Mm -hmm. And it was just a really good like revelation for me and I wanted to share it. So that's what it's mostly about. Nice. And I think it's so great that you were able to pivot like that. You know, I, I think that speaks a lot to what you help creative entrepreneurs potentially do in their own business if it's necessary, right, is you don't have to quit something if it's not maybe working for you anymore. Definitely. Yeah, you can pivot it, right? I've pivoted like 25 times. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's just, it's your business. Like I hear it's so, I hear people talking all the time, like Facebook groups, things like that, where especially like about podcasting as well, it'll be like, I don't know, like taking out all these ums and likes, like it's just really hard. And I don't know, it takes so much time. Does anybody have any advice? I'm like, don't do it. Like just leave the <laughs> yes. ums and likes in. It's your podcast, you right. know, like, I mean, you don't have to do it, you know? So it's like nothing has to be like perfection all the time. Or if you don't like one way, like don't do it that way. Like mm -hmm. it doesn't mean you're quitting. So yeah, it's your business. It's your thing. Like do it your own way. That's, I totally have, uh, I live that all the time. <laughs> nice. And now I see that I've been kind of going over your your website and of course in your podcast as well, you mention mini sessions, um, which are also on your website. Can you tell us a little bit more about what mini sessions are and how those work? Yeah. Mini sessions are 20 minute calls that are free and anybody can book them. Um, there's a calendar right on my website. Basically, you get on a call with me. You ask me like whatever questions you have or bring up anything that you're like currently struggling with or what you might need help with. And, um, you know, we chat about it. We talk about maybe what might be some good action steps. And then usually, you know, I, I want to talk to people who are interested in 
potentially coaching because mm-hmm. for me, like my own business completely transformed when I got a coach. Like it took it took a couple of tries. Like I tried coaching for a few months and maybe went back to it. And, you know, but now that I have a coach that I love and work with and um, has really helped me a ton, mm-hmm. it's just transformed everything. Like I can't even explain. So it's like therapy for business. <laughs> so like <laughs> I have my own therapist as well. Like I'm totally, I love weeks where I have therapy and coaching. Cause it's just like, oh yeah, it's all about my self-care this week. Like <laughs> it's the best. So, um, so yeah, so I, I offer mini sessions, um, especially to help with like quick questions and also to like see if coaching might be the right fit for you. So that's kind of what they're really all about. And I love meeting people and talking to them. So yeah, totally open to people just booking on my website. And would you say that people could come to you kind of at any level of, I don't want to say level of stuckness, because that's not really a word, but (laughs) I like it though. You know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, totally. Sometimes people come to me and they don't even realize they're stuck. You know, Mm -hmm. like that's, Mm -hmm. yeah, totally. Um, Sometimes you're like, oh my God, I've been trying this. I'm sick of DIYing it. I don't know what the heck's going on. Please help. And then other times it's like, you know, um, I can't figure out, like I want to rework my entire brand and Mm -hmm. I'm thinking of getting a whole new logo and a whole new thing and a whole new that. And I'm like, wait a minute, hold on, hold on, back up. (laughs) Why? (laughs) You know? And it's really comes down to, they don't know like what steps to take. So Mm. a lot of times it's like, they think it's one problem and it's really actually another problem. Um, Mm. so yeah, any level, um, it could be you just starting, it could be, you've been doing this for years. It's really anything. And now I was really interested to hear that you are starting a new group program called Online Business Booster. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? Yeah, actually, it's not new. It's just oh, re-enrolling. Sorry. So that's okay. Um, so it's this is um, it's going to be the second run of it. So um, Online Business Booster is a group program where we go. It's a three-month program, and we have weekly Zoom calls as a group. Okay. And I will like present certain topics, um, you know, like walk through certain aspects of building your business. We start with like a ton of mindset work and like picking your offer and getting yourself set up. We talk about technology. So, you know, we go through a lot of the platforms that I use. I'm a big Squarespace person. So we walk through building a Squarespace website. Um, And we also talk about planning content and getting your content aligned with your brand and your message. And we build brands too, if you don't already have one, Hmm. or we just sort of refine what you already have. So it's really kind of like a three-month journey into building your business and getting yourself sort of set up for success. So I'm finishing up the first run of it this month. My group is amazing. I love the people that are in it. We love chatting every week. We meet on Fridays and, you know, it's just been so much fun. Um, There's a Facebook group as well. So, you know, everybody meets, we meet on Zoom and then the calls get uploaded to Facebook and we can, you know, respond or chat or things like that. So I am re-enrolling now to start in February. So I'm really excited for a new cohort and I'm hoping that, um, you know, we get a nice group of people that are ready to, you know, take some action on their business and get themselves set up. That's awesome. And it sounds so great. It sounds like it's it's a true community. So like you would then have almost a support network of the people that you go through the process with. 
Totally. It is. And it's, that's a big part of it. So a lot of times, like with one-on-one coaching, you have your coach as your support network, but what's great about the group is that, you know, everybody helps each other. Like the past couple calls. Oh my gosh. I can't tell you how proud I am when somebody is like, you know, expressing some sort of struggle or question. And like, before I can say anything, another person in the group jumps in and gives them advice. I'm like, Oh my God, that's <laughs> amazing. Cool. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's so great. So I really love it. And I think it's such a great, especially for people who aren't sure if coaching is right for them. Like it's a good place to start because it's just sort of like a nice way to get the experience of coaching, but in a group that's supportive. So yeah. Nice. What one piece of advice would you give to a creative entrepreneur who is just starting out? I would say, like, I know this sounds like a pitch. It's totally not. I'm serious. Get a coach. (laughs) Like a hundred thousand percent. I wish I would have gotten a coach in 2010. It took me 10 years or maybe nine years to figure out that I needed to have somebody help me. I mean, it is like ridiculous how long I spent trying to do everything myself. Getting a coach completely will transform the way you do your business. A hundred percent. I, I, well, okay. Um, I was, I was going to say I, I'm in that, that area where I'm kind of considering coaches. And I think there's this definite hesitancy, right? To, to be like, oh man, but do I need a coach? You know, can I do this on my own? And, and I think it's important that if you've been trying to do, if you've been trying to run a business, operate a business for, I would say, you know, six months or more, and you're not finding some sort of successes, like even little successes, then it it's probably, it might be time to maybe start considering getting a coach. Because I know for me, like looking back at, I've had my business now since 2019, and it's gone through so many ups and downs and changes. And I'm kind of like, okay, I know that I'm going to be making some big changes in February. So signing up for, you know, your, your online business booster would probably be the smartest thing for me to do. And (laughs) you know what I mean? And it's not just like hoping that it'll work. It's, it's, I feel like putting money towards self-development and towards my business. And hey guys, in my book, it's a business write-off. So Oh yeah, totally. A hundred percent. And let me tell you something, like it is not about giving up on doing it yourself at all. And so I totally, I totally know something you said earlier about, um, you know, if you've been trying it for yourself and it's, and you need, and you realize you need help, Mm -hmm. that's totally a place to be when you like, sometimes that's where people come from when they get a coach, but that doesn't have to be, it doesn't have to be that way. When a lot of times people like, you know, they want to start their own business and they're like, oh, that means that like, it's all on me. Like it's all on my shoulders. And that can really be stressful and difficult, especially if you, like when I started my business, I already knew how to record things and how to edit things and how to write, you know, how to create videos. I was like, already knew like the hard stuff that a lot of people don't know. So Mm -hmm. it can be really hard for people to learn everything at the same time. So I would not at all like think about it like you are giving up on doing it yourself. Mm. You know, it's just sort of like it's somebody that can help you manage the burden, you know, like carry the load of your business. And they're not doing things for you. They're just there to help guide you. So, yeah. So I think it would be awesome uh, to have you in the group. But I think like, you know, anybody at any stage can hire a coach. And the way you said too about investing, that's totally it. It's yes. totally it. Yeah. Right? I, I think it's a weird thing. I feel like any other career, like even traditional careers, you're like, oh, I'm going to take this certification because it's an investment. I'm going to be able to put it on my resume. Right? And I feel like because coaching is not really something that you put on your resume, right? But it's an investment into your business so that yeah. you can 
do better in your business. It is. And so you can get like, so you can make more money. Like it really is. So like when you have a coach, a lot of times they'll help, you know, fill in those gaps that you don't know about. So Mm. it helps you to really realize like what you're doing that may be stopping you from making more money. So I have found any month that I have a coach, I make more money that month when I have a coach. So it's like you get the money back. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Well, I I will definitely be checking it out and I think I'll be signing up because I need to do something. So (laughs) yeah, do it. I'd love to have you. I like it. Go find out, right? Um, (laughs) Well, where can we, where can we find you online, Megan, and sign up for your programs or services? Yeah. So just, I mean, honestly, the best place to find me would be to book a mini session. Uh, You can find me on my website on Instagram. My website is megan Coop com, And if you just go there, there's a link at the very top for mini sessions. So um, you can find it there. I have a couple of freebies as well. And then if you want to find me on Instagram, I'm at Megan Kuhar. I also recently joined Clubhouse. It is so fun. Are you really? on Clubhouse yet? I have heard of it, but I haven't signed up for it yet. Yeah, it's really great. So um, I'm really liking it so far. I'm on there as well. So um, if anybody is on Clubhouse... I'm Megan Kuhar. So, so yeah, that's where you can find me. And, um, you know, all the links are on my website. So you can, you know, find everything there. Perfect. And there'll be links in the show notes to listeners. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show today, Megan. You are quite welcome. Thank you for having me. I thought the interview with Megan was really great. And I really appreciated that she shared a lot of insights on branding and just what that means for creative entrepreneurs. Something that really stuck with me after this interview with Megan was when she talked about how she used to chase after a ton of projects at once in order to hit on that sort of million dollar idea. I feel like that's where I'm at now and I never would have associated that drive as being the result of self-doubt. Digging into it though, it, it does make total sense. When you tie your success to things like how much money you make or how many people you're reaching, it's easy to experience some serious self-doubt when those dollar bills don't materialize or you only have a handful of followers. It can be scary to double down and put more effort and time into a project that isn't initially getting the results that you want. Maybe it's not making enough money or not getting enough attention. So you pull away from that overall project and turn your focus to some other idea that you think will get you money or attention sooner. And when that new project doesn't immediately get the results we want, we move on to something else, right? We find yet another project to focus on. But all this really does is either leave our focus so split between projects that those projects don't do as well as they could have, or it leaves a trail of partially completed projects in our wake. I've found myself doing this lately with wanting to start not one, but two more podcasts. <laughs> I have a plan for one of them and have even started, you know, scripting the content. I still plan to start that one soon. However, the other podcast that I want to start about travel, that one is probably going to get put on the back burner for a little bit. You see, one of the reasons that I wanted to start it is because I have a lot of doubts about this podcast. Is the content good enough? Am I bringing the right guests on the show? Am I doing this right? And rather than take a deeper dive into this podcast's content and guests, it's easier to just start another podcast and let this one shift to a sort of automated, set it and forget it sort of thing. But I don't want that to happen. I want to put in the work to keep this podcast going and constantly make it better. I have to face those doubts instead of running from them to make a new project. And hey, you know, if you want to provide feedback for what you think of the show and how you think that it could be improved, please feel free. You can always tweet me at GFO Podcast, or you can direct message me on Instagram at GoFindOutPodcast, or you can email me at evergrowthcoach at gmail.com. 
The other thing that I wanted to touch on from this interview was the idea that spending money on a coach or a coaching program is an investment in your business or in your self-development. Like I mentioned in the interview, I hesitated for so long to do this myself. I felt like I should be able to like figure all this stuff out by myself. And I probably could, but honestly, if it's going to take me three or four more years to get to that point that I could be at in less than one by hiring a coach to help me identify my mistakes and fix them, then why wouldn't I hire a coach? So it honestly, it, it took having a sort of epiphany during the interview with Megan, which if you listen to it, you can probably hear me be like, oh, okay, um, where I realized that investing in myself and my business by hiring a coach is equivalent to me investing in a certification that would help me be better at a traditional job. So why am I willing to invest in that kind of thing, but I'm not willing to pay for a coach who will help me align better with my customers or clients? So I actually, I did sign up for Megan's Online Business Booster Program, and I am super stoked to start learning how to align my Evergrowth Coach content and online presence more to what my potential customers are looking for. I also hope to, you know, apply what I learn to aligning more with you listeners and thereby provide a lot more of what you're looking for. I actually start Megan's program this Friday, February 12th. Woohoo! So if you've been thinking about leveling up your online content as a creative entrepreneur, come join me in this next Online Business Booster cohort. And if you're listening to this in the future, go check out Megan's website to find out when the next Online Business Booster starts. All right, that's all I've got for this week. Join me next week when I interview Kelly Lewis, who is the founder of Women's Travel Fest and has an awesome book coming out called Tell Her She Can't. Until then, go find out. Thanks for listening to the show today. I hope you found the information beneficial and that it helps you tackle your own Go Find Out goals. You can find more episodes and the show transcripts at gofindoutpodcast.com. You can also let me know what you thought of the show by tweeting me at GFO Podcast or follow me on Instagram at gofindoutpodcast. That's it for today. Now go find out.